What's Up Wenatchee is brought to you in part by Homegrown with Brent and Nikki, the new morning show that's heard Monday through Friday from 6 to 10 Pacific Standard Time on Country 1047 KKRV. Homegrown with Brent and Nikki can be heard locally in the Wenatchee Valley at 1047 FM, online at KKRV.com, or through the Odyssey app. Earlier this month, I got to sit down with Eric Grandstrom. He sits on the board for the NCW Community Toy Drive presented by Les Schwab. And we talked about the plans for this year's toy drive, the history of where it started from and how far it's come. And we put it together for an earlier episode of the What's Up Wenatchee podcast. And so much has happened since then. So many donations. The community has gotten involved so much and donated so much of their time and energy and money and toys. And it's been a wonderful movement. Justin this month alone, but I wanted to come back and give an update on something really remarkable that's happened. A group of people from a company called Dynelectric have been working on a site, the EATO2 site in East Wenatchee, and they were looking for a project to get involved in for their workers and subcontractors to give to the community that they were taking out of during this time of the year. And uh, I got to sit down with a few guys, uh, Terrence from Stetner Electric, Scott Connor, who's the site supervisor at the EAO2 Hyperscale Data Center in East Wenatchee, and uh, Kyle Lineman, who's the construction manager, who really spearheaded this entire movement. And Tuesday afternoon, they presented the NCW Community Toy Drive with toys and money upwards of $50,000. And I really wanted the chance to talk to them about what was the motivation behind their giving and how they actually were able to meet and actually almost double their goal. Let's bring the mic over to you, Kyle. I really want to hear about what was the motivation for for Dynelectric to really get involved and do something like this, because because there's so many ways to help out. Everybody's looking for a way to help out this time of year, whether it be in a food bank or winter clothing for the homeless or or maybe just a cash donation. Salvation Army's always out this time of year ringing bells. Why get involved with a toy drive and have that be something that is the motivation during Christmas time? I think uh, the biggest thing is just giving a collective opportunity, showing people what you can do as a collective group to give and then how that collective impact makes, you know, for the community itself, right? I mean, was this your idea? For me, initially, when I started with Dynelectric, they had a toy drive going on for years for OHSU Dornbecker in Portland for the hospital. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to get up in front of the group at that data center and just explain how directly I had, I had taken my boy into surgery years prior at that same hospital that we were giving these toys to. And it wasn't necessarily a Christmas thing. We were doing a toy drive during Christmas, but these toys were distributed to kids that are going into surgery all year long. And so I explained the story about how I dropped my boy off there and what that looked like through the morning and, and et cetera, how that whole day went for him. And then, in turn, the guys understood where those toys and what that looked like, you know, as far as what their specific toy looked like as it went in, you know, into the hands of one of the kids. So, 
I think that's really important. That I love cool. I love that story. I mean, because sometimes you don't always get to see the other end of it, the receiving end of it, right? You get to see the giving and the kind of the competition end of it, but to actually be there to see like the glow on the kid's face when they actually receive the toy, that yeah. Yeah, you don't always get to see the video of that or the the receiving end of that, and that could that could really um, that could change your life, right? No, absolutely. I mean, when I dropped my boy off, the kind of the funny thing was like he got up that morning and I said, hey, bud, I said, we're going to surgery. He's three years old, doesn't know what that means, right? I know what it means and what that looks like for him. And, and I'm kind of helpless. I can't take the pain that he's going to experience today, right? So I said, hey, bud, what do you want to wear? And he said, oh, I'll just wear my PJs. I said, perfect. And I said, do you want to bring anything? He's like, I'll just bring my bike, dad. And I said, <laughs> I said, all right, cool. So you can imagine me getting to the hospital, jump out of the truck, he hops on his bike and we, he's got a strider bike. So we stride right into the elevator, go upstairs and we're striding right down the hallway in the uh, hospital. He's just cruising along with his bike and PJs on and PJs on. And then, you know, his mom, my mom and the nurse are standing there when we, when we show up. The, fa- the looks on the face of my mom and his mom were priceless. And the, oh, I bet. the nurse was like, oh, don't worry. It's fine. He's got his bike, you know. And, but anyway, and then I looked around at all the kids that were in that hospital lobby room. And they're spending months there. Mm. You know, my boy's just there for the day, but I'm looking at all these kids and I'm thinking that toy that you get out of there. When he got out of when he got out of the surgery and I was able to watch what he picked, he could have picked anything. I mean, there's several hundred dollar toys in there and five dollar toys. He can pick anything he wants. And just to see him pick what feels good to him, he picked a ten dollar stuffed animal. But at that moment that nothing That's else matters, wanted, right? Yeah. So uh, I don't think it was my idea. I just looked with the office. We talked about doing something for the community to give back, basically to give back to the community we're taken out of. So having purpose beyond a paycheck. And uh, I basically looked into about, I don't know, seven or eight different entities locally. And none of them had the bandwidth to take the amount of toys that I believe we could come up with and the resources that we had on, on the job site. So I was looking for an entity like the NCW, NCW Toy Drive and came across Nikki and we had a conversation over at Les Schwab discussing, you know, what goals we could have for them and what we could provide and was that something that would make sense for them as well for us through the distribution for what, you know, the job site could provide. We made a goal of 26000 and we're at a point now where we're hitting the 50000 mark. So... I and think, at like fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, we're at the raised. Fi- yeah, fifty thousand dollars wow. in toys, and or money raised. Yeah. through the process. So, yeah. So we should we should just clarify because I'm Nikki also, but th- we're talking about Nikki who sits on the board for the NCW. Nikki Bozier, yeah. yeah, and she is a big driving force in in the in the toy drive. So I mean, how many people are you talking about on the job site when you're talking about this? Like, you knew that going into this, you you'd have a lot of people that would have this purpose behind a paycheck on a work site, and you were anticipating you had this goal of twenty five thousand dollars, twenty six thousand dollars, however much it was. How many people are you talking about? Because how big is this company that that you knew that you had these very like altruistic guys or guys and gals who are out on the job site? I think collectively. On the job site, we're at the 200 mark, roughly, between our local vendors, some of our other trade partners, and then as well, the folks, you know, the electricians on site, I think is what we were seeing, the opportunity, if you can give a tangible opportunity to give through this process and show them where the money's actually going to go, and they can see that, 
and give them a couple stories that are directly local and how it's going to impact. When they when they see where their dollars are going to impact, they're willing to give. I think everybody in the world is if they can have a tangible experience with just giving their money or their resources. Now, is it something that you do every year? Do you, have you done it before? We've done it before. Yeah, we've in talking to Scott, we've done it over in the Dallas before. Scott and I both worked on different sites before. And so I think we've done one form or another of the same thing as far as getting together people's resources and trying to impact a local community. Yeah, Scott, why don't you tell me about what it was like? In the Dallas, I wasn't at the Dallas. I was uh, over in um, Des Moines, Iowa at another large client over there. And we did the same thing over there. It just, it started to take on a life of its own. It was through the, the, the Marines, that Toys for Tots program and then it just we had a, a, a job site that had up to a, a maximum of about 1400 construction workers on it and so just being the type of people in construction once somebody starts then somebody else has to one-up it and then somebody else has to one-up that and pretty soon we were literally hauling semis full of toys you know out of there I mean it was just something to see it, it really became a huge deal it took a life of its own. You know, you start out pushing it, thinking, hey, guys, look, we got all these people. We're working all these hours, so everybody's got a little bit extra. Let's, let's help some people out. And then the next thing you know, it just snowballed. And it's, it's, it's the same here, too. You know, Kyle started mentioning it, and then, you know, one thing leads to the next, and we start putting a guy's name up on the board. He's given X amount, and then somebody else says, I'll give X plus one. And, you know, and then Stettner and, and, and Schmidt, I mean, these guys with Stettner, they, they get involved in it and they're looking at what our total is. And then they're kind of eyeballing each other and going, no, 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 don't say anything, don't say anything. We, and then at the last minute, they'll come in and say, yeah, you know, you guys raised twelve grand, we raised 12200 You know, it's that same process all over again. It's a lot of fun. It's just, you know, I mean, a lot of people benefit from it. We did a, a big deal for the food drive. Kyle spearheaded that, too. I think we raised about 26000 bucks for that. And now here we are. 50k you know for a toy drive and all that's you know all just guys on the job site just just given you know it's not like we strong arm anybody you know we just tell them hey mm-hmm. guys here's what we're doing ralph got up the other day in front of stretch and flex one of our our guys just got up and said as a kid back in 1971 you know that they were going to get nothing for christmas his mom was a single mom and all that stuff so he got up and and uh talked in front of everybody and it was like wow so you know, here's just some guy who brings in, I don't know, six or 800 bucks worth of stuff, you know, for kids. And so he's, one, at, he's at 2,000 now. This one. Just one guy. One guy. Has raised yeah, 2,000. 2000 bucks. Yeah, one guy. Right. And so then there's other people that will kind of look at that and kind of go, ah, you know, and I got 2,100 or something, you know. And with, with Stetner, I mean, Terrence can speak to that. We're, it's it's that same way, like I said, you know, they they come over and look at the board and see what we're doing, and then they go run back, and then they'll all start talking to you know their boss and all the guys on other job sites and kind of going, hey, hey, we're not going to let these guys from out of town take us, you right. know. And so it yeah, it's just a competitive the nature of the beast. It's just the way we are. And it's fun. It's for a good cause. No, I totally get the competitive spirit for sure. I mean, yeah. like I was saying, my, my boyfriend works for Schmidt Electric and he definitely has that spirit. But I love that the the competitive spirit is going towards a positive force, right? It, you do it in your everyday job. You guys try and best each other to be better electricians or be better construction workers or be better at what you do in your field. But then when it comes to doing something like this, you're trying to one-up each other to give more than the next person. Like You just don't always see that in every every corporation, every business. So this is, this is just something that, that is really special that does 
does need to be recognized. It's not just the electricians out there, too. It's, it's uh, you know, we have our dirt contractor. We have the general contractor. I mean, we've got iron workers and plumbers and, and tin knockers. I mean, we've got everybody that's, that's you know, taking part in it and all that. We just happen to be the, the biggest part of the, of the labor force out there. So it looks like we overwhelm it, you know, and all that. And we are kind of the lion's share of it. But it's been everybody that's taken us to get to that, that $50,000 level. I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. At Lenesse, custom, handmade, locally sourced soaps and bath products are made with you in mind. Shouldn't the products that get you clean be clean themselves? With no irritants, parabens, or chemicals, you're not going to find that with something you buy over the counter. Lenesse partners with the best local vendors for its ingredients, and the quality and care is passed on through every bar of soap sold. Custom orders, corporate accounts, and special blends are Lenesse's specialty. Visit their Etsy shop at Lenesse Boutique or online at lenesse.com. Net. Tell us a little bit about the, the environment and what it's like with Stetner. So being in the office of Stetner, especially on a construction site, you don't generally see like everybody's always so busy and they don't have time to do this or that. And to see Christmas trees coming into the job trailers and, and lights going up. I mean, we we had a lighting competition out there, so that's how competitive the job site is. Like, all, like our job Electricians tra- having a lighting competition? I can't yeah, yeah. imagine that. So there's place music. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Dinah puts on lights on their trailer, and then you know, we got to put lights on our trailer. And it just snowballs down to gift giving and, and uh, the spirit of ho- the holidays, right? I mean, we'd have guys who are running crews who would be like, well, if my crew does this, I'll match it plus $1,000, right? Mm. It's just amazing stuff that these guys do, and it says a lot for each individual and then the site uh, camaraderie as well, right? So it's just really good to be teamed up with all all contractors and subs on site. Absolutely, and NCW Community Toy Drive, it's been built up locally. All of the organizations that are distributing the toys, distribute them to local families and local children in need. So it even though some of these contractors and some of you are from out of town, some of you do live close by, that doesn't matter, right? It's really nice that this money that's coming in or these toys that are coming in are benefiting our community. It it doesn't go anywhere else. Did that really matter to you, Kyle, when when you were looking for an organization that that the money that was being brought in from these workers that some of them are in, in out of town, but a lot of them do are based in this area that was going to a legit organization? Yeah, when I spoke to uh, Kirk and Nikki down at Les Schwab, I mean, that was one of the things we talked about. I wanted to be able to go back to the workforce and explain to them where their dollars were going to go. So part of that being the tangible experience is not only just explaining where the dollars are going in the community, but then how did that feel, right? So bring some of that experience back to the job site after we give. And explain to the guys, hey, this is how what you guys did, this is how that impacted directly. Kirk definitely explained to me that that it's a nonprofit, 100% of the donations go to the folks in the community. And I think that was a big deal to be able to tell those guys. And me standing behind it, being passionate about doing this to begin with, but then also to believe in the organization we're giving to. And I think that that energy is what the guys felt. You better watch out, Kyle, because they're going to they're gonna have you sitting on the board of the toy drive next year because you're doing such a good job. Well, I told Kirk we're going to do a whole West Coast. We'll, hold, we'll do the, uh, the whole West Coast, biggest thing they've ever had. Wow. We'll try to do a billion-dollar toy drive. 
in the next 10 years. That board seat is yours, I'm sure, if you want it. We need ambitious minds. You know, this started out with right here in this building. The toy drive started with helping. It helped like 50 something children. That was it. The first year, that was it. And then it just has mushroomed and built and built and built and built. And I cannot wait to see the numbers from this year and see what the final tally is of how many children were able to get toys that didn't have them and weren't going to have it this year. It isn't all about the toys, right? That's the means to the end. What are you showing me? What is this? Bikes, toys, oh my goodness, where is this? That's in our trailer. The trailer I laughingly refer to as our waffle trailer. It has our conference room in there, and Kyle's got waffle irons in there so he can eat every morning. Uh And uh, that's where we started stacking a lot of that stuff. Oh my gosh. And so there's just the two pictures I took, and that was before everything came in. And that's not even all the donations. There's still still several truckloads that haven't been unloaded. That's just all from guys from the site and this is, you know, everything else that have just brought it in. And they were I just got in. like goosebumps like all over my body. <laughs> oh yeah, it wouldn't fit. Would in you your be lobby. able to share this picture with me so I could put it up maybe with the podcast? Sure. That's great. Man, it's just the numbers are going to be phenomenal this year. And if we could do a billion-dollar toy drive, whew. So how about how many sites, like you said, does, does Nine Electric have here in this region? When you're saying we could do a whole West Coast billion-dollar toy drive, is that is that possible? If we just didn't right, do it right here, we did it the whole West Coast at all the different sites? With the billion-dollar toy drive idea, in my mind, that's been a goal of mine in or outside of the industry. you know. And so I kind of talked to Kurt about what that looked like. I think you have people all over the place. You see what momentum we did in one week. As of Tuesday last week, we were at $3,000. By Friday night, we were at 40000 right? Oh so I think that if you can make this tangible across the board, and I'm talking inside and outside of all companies, and you can explain to them where this stuff's going to go, you can get representatives out to the people with the money that want to give, you're able to make it a tangible experience and people will give. You'll get massive amounts of money coming in. And I think, I'm not just talking about construction job sites, I'm talking across the board. People want to give. I mean, it's just, Mm -hmm. they have to know where their money's going. And if they do and they get some sort of tangible experience back to their field hands, whatever it is, whether it be their office people or whether it be family that wants to give a million dollars, if you can give them part of that experience, then they know they're part of something. That's, in my mind, how you're gonna get the collective dollars. So uh, you were talking about some of the stories that you were, and we heard one of the stories from that the guy from there just he told the story and he raised a couple he had and then he raised a couple thousand dollars. What were are there any other prominent stories that came about that were really touching that really kind of spurred the guys on? Ralph was really the one that spurred the guys on, and then the uh, the guy from Leshwab, Kurt, who came out and and he gave the spiel in front of everybody as well, just you know, explained to them what the organization was, and that that you know, 100% of their donations went out to kids. None of it was you know kept by anybody. I think those two things were kind of a big deal. And and when when Ralph got up and and, and talked, you know, there's a couple hundred of us out there. He had no idea that morning that somebody was going to hand him a microphone in front of 200 people. But he did it anyway, you know. Kirk laughed and said the same thing. He said, yeah, I didn't know anybody was going to hand me a microphone either. Uh-huh. In front of everybody. But but people's willingness just to get up and do that and, and share themselves, kind of pour their hearts out, put their hearts into it. Like like Kyle's done, you know. It's just like, hey, we want to do this. You know, we want to we make sure that we, you know, make it. it was, it's infectious. It's contagious. People like seeing that. They want to be part of that. Yeah. Do all you guys have, have kids yourselves, Kyle? Yeah. 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 All of you? Nope. No kids? Nope. But you're still, this is, you have niece and nephews? 
oh yeah, I've got that, and a, yeah. and a, and a stepdaughter too, and, okay. and all of that. So yeah, it's all it's all fun, you know, it's all fun. It, it's been this way. I've worked in so many countries. I've been in so many parts of the world and and seen what real poverty looks like. Yeah. And so it's been. It's just. It's just part of it. It's just how I grew up. Yeah. No, I believe that. I mean, I, I just you have it in you to give or you don't, right? Yeah. Uh, but I. This is one of those communities I believe because I've also worked and lived all over the world myself, and because that's kind of how radio is. You kind of pop around. You do, but you, you to move up, you kind of move around but this is where I choose to call home because I love this community so much and one of the things that I love about this community is just exactly what we're talking about here is that it is such a philanthropic altruistic community that will absolutely give the shirt off its back if it could so we kind of we kind of talked a little bit about Ralph's story and Ralph was just he told the story about how he didn't have anything as a kid was that and he was a recipient of a toy drive was that Ralph's story yeah so Ralph's story in a nutshell was he was going into the months before Christmas knowing that his family couldn't afford any toys that year he wasn't expecting anything didn't think there was going to be anything under the tree and then Christmas morning he shows up tree full of gifts super thankful and then uh, come to find out that was the last Christmas he spent with his mom as well you know just just the whole thing on how that went together is just you you can't Mm -hmm. you can't even wrap your brain around it you know having to go through that so wow And you never know. I mean, the the times right now are really hard for a lot of different people for a lot of different reasons. You know, and whatever those reasons are, we we just we can't judge or we can't say anything about them to anybody. I think the paradigm shift of looking within ourselves and kind of focusing more on our family, people who we really care about, being around people who are really important to us is kind of... um, it's never been lost, but I think it's more important than than ever to a lot of people. People ask me like, what does your son need for Christmas? What what does he want for Christmas? And and he's six months old, right? I'm like, he doesn't need anything. He doesn't need a gosh darn thing. Take that money, whatever toy you were going to spend on him and go buy a toy for the toy drive. That's what I've been telling everybody. And hopefully people are doing that because my son absolutely needs nothing except you to come and see him, hug him, get, put love on him. So hopefully, you know, that's what people are doing in, in, in their, in your lives too. So biggest thing I definitely want to add into it is we appreciate the partnership, you know, all the participation for, uh, Stetner Electric, Schmidt Electric, all the guys at Dyna Electric, IBEW, the 191, definitely appreciate all these guys. I mean, and all the other trade partners, a bunch of vendors on site. I mean, just everybody came together collectively and uh, gave towards this toy drive once we were able to explain where the where the resources were going. Platt Electric, Crescent Electric, you know, Advantage Dirt, just, uh, yeah, I mean, Hit Construction, TCM, all these people, everybody just... You know, started and I mean, some some are small contractors. They might only have two guys out there, but they still donated something. And then there's others like us, you know, that have a hundred. You know, and then Stetner's got you know thirty or forty, and it just yeah, it's so it's been a, it's been a good deal. And then like like Kyle calls and beats up the vendors, and then they they come down, and it's a surprise sometimes. You know how much you'll get from them. It's like wow, look at this. You know, yeah. But yeah, they were unloading toys and putting them in the trailer. So no, it's great. It's been a good good experience. Yeah, I know you you say like, hey, it's $50,000 or $50,000 worth of toys. People go, wow, that's a big, big number collectively. But 
it happened one dollar at a time, one toy at a time, because one person mm-hmm. donated a couple of dollars or five dollars here. It's not because, you know, because there was one fifty thousand dollar donation, right? It was a bunch of different places, smaller, aggregated together to make this one big donation. We have folks in Portland, uh, some of our trade partners over there, Oregon Metal Fab, uh, Whiting Turner, they also gave and they're not directly ever on this job site, but they, they help provide towards this particular site as well. So, Well, Kyle, thank you so much for your work on all this. And, and you guys, thank you so much for your work on it. And I'm sure we'll be seeing you again in, in the near future. And we're going to get you on the board, I'm sure. Billion dollar toy drive. Billion dollar toy drive. Stay tuned. Happy holidays from the Darling Productions Podcast Network. To see all of the Darling Productions podcasts, visit darlingpodcast.com or search for them wherever you download your podcasts.